Real Goddess, Discovering Your Divine Destiny by Cherie Sandal. Episode 73, Ascension, the Drinking Fountain. Real Goddess is the most important thing you can know about in your life. Real Goddess is more than an inner voice that might set us above others or that only works for her. It benefits everyone. The potential goddess is not saying she and God are equals, but as any parent would hope, made the same as her makers with the same potential end, a sum total of a life well lived as she becomes love. And I'm here to rope you in, sister. Life is about ascension. But sometimes I wonder about those who seem to not struggle in a particular area and who often have no idea what creates strength in a person in a way that that person already has strength. But the truth is that we all go through, time, through times of advancement and growth and may not even realize how far we've come or how far we could go. Take, for instance, your ability to get a drink of water out of the drinking fountain. I know, this seems really basic, but like with other parts of our life, we may be anxious and uncertain about what it might take to accomplish that thing, but once we do, we don't even look backwards. And some with natural talent may never even know that there was something to be learned, which they can't even share the process with other people who are also struggling. So let's say you've never seen a, dr a drinking fountain before. You saw someone get a drink out of it and you decided that you wanted to as well. You might walk up to the drinking fountain and realize how far you have to bend and that maybe you even have to lower your knees a little bit so that you can get to the right place where the water will squirt out. Then you have to know how hard to push the button or lever to be able to get the water to flow. Or even realize during COVID that the drinking fountain has actually been shut down. It's not user error. You have to know the degree of pushing the button or level to the amount that will get the right flow of water out. And finally, the water is falling into your mouth in a way you've never experienced before. And then someone comes beside you and uses the kid's drinking fountain, diminishing your supply of water because of lowered pressure, and you have to figure out once again the flow of water appropriate to get it into your mouth. You might say, there's so much involved to this. All of the steps that I have to take to be able to get in the right place to be able to get the water into my mouth. And then, do I have to raise my head and swallow? Or will I swallow with my head still down and make it feel like it might go out my nose? How about the drips of water that fall from my lips that I didn't expect to be a problem? Do I wipe it away with my sleeve? That's what it seems like everyone else who uses it has to do. But is there a better way? Maybe the hand? I don't know. That seems a little sloppy. All of this is subconscious knowing for those of us who have done drinking from a drinking fountain more than a few times. It's not something we feel like we have to learn or would ever even have to teach. But some aspects of learning are like this in life. And we feel like we are learning how to drink from that drinking fountain once again. Others might look at us and say, Oh, what's so hard about that? Or, I've never even had to think about that, so what's wrong with you? That I have the opportunity to have new experiences mirrors this opportunity of learning how to drink at the drinking fountain. I may never have done it, but soon enough it will become subconscious and will benefit me in many ways. Some people may think, 
There is no hope in teaching this fool how to drink from a drinking fountain. Anyone can drink from a drinking fountain. I am not even going to entertain teaching someone such a low-level, meaningless task. Yet the person who sees potential will say, I see what that person is capable of. I have faith that they can do it, and I am going to show them those small steps because I care about them and know that they can grow, assuming that they want my help in getting that water. Note, many of us may say we don't want their help, that we'll figure it out on our own. Thank you very much. Yet those of us humble enough to accept the instruction, see the reason for this growth, and know it might take us a while longer to learn it for ourselves, and let others who know easily teach us. Then we can advance quicker and more efficiently. And then consequently, after I've mastered the drinking fountain, I'm on to the next thing. I'm learning how to use a paper towel dispenser now. How to push the lever down, or how to get the blasted hand emotion thing to recognize your hand. And then I realized people need help filling the paper towel dispenser, and I have a new learning curve. And then maybe I'm learning to filter water from one of those drinking straw things that are supposed to make muddy water pure, like when hiking or in an emergency. And to some people, they would think it's no big deal, but to me, it's huge. It may make the difference between giardia or just being happy to quench my thirst. I have come to realize that a majority of people don't push their learning. They don't push the limits of what they think they can do. They are content to do the status quo, to do what is expected of them, and that is where they stop. And I have definitely been part of that crowd. They spend a lot of, t- a lot of time on various forms of media. They may watch TV all day and feel like a success. I think I got all of that out of my system as a youth, and now I just can't imagine spending my life doing something so unproductive as watching TV or movies all day. But I digress. You realize that deep within, there is a drive for growth and excelling and progressing, which is why we're here. It's our spirit crying out to us that we were meant for more here, and most of us push it down. Or maybe there are some who just really don't feel that drive. They're perfectly content to have learned how to drink the water from the drinking fountain. I've had an experience lately that mirrors what I'm explaining about the drinking fountain. I am unfamiliar with the instrument of the vibraphone in our local symphony percussion. A vibraphone is like a xylophone, and if you're thinking about the small toy that has colorful metal plates, this is different, but similar. It's much larger. But I have the opportunity of learning this instrument, which seems so similar to the piano, of which I am adept. It's kind of like saying, but yes, I know how to drink. I know how to get the water to the back of my throat and swallow. But this whole pushing the lever to get the water out, it's a whole new language. So using mallets two at a time instead of my 10 fingers on the piano has been a stretch. And some people are not sure how to instruct me in the correct way when they obviously see me doing it wrong. I've gone for several weeks doing it wrong, and now that I know how I've done it wrong, I see it was obviously wrong. I was tensing up and hitting the wrong part of the key and not moving my wrist fluidly enough, and it was coming out sounding pretty clunky and hollow. Last week, a local band director, aside from our symphony director, approached me and told me he had something for me. I was thinking, chocolates, some new awesome music, a gift of some sort. 
He quickly grabbed my mallets and showed me how to do the wrist action and how to calm the, ten- the tenseness in my arms and how to make it sound more whole and rich. I'll admit I was at first a little put off by this band director telling me how to do this after I'd been doing it for weeks, especially as I didn't receive a gift I thought I was going to receive, at least in the way I thought I was going to. But when I humbled myself and realized that he'd been decade, he'd had decades of experience and the thing that I had no idea about, I had to concede. And later, as I thought about it, I thought about how some people just naturally come by confidence, by their ability, by their gifts, and they don't understand how to teach someone how to use the drinking fountain. Though this instructor did know how to break it down for me. It's, in some people, it's innate. They don't even know how to begin teaching someone something that is obvious to them, as I mentioned previously. I find that I can be of assistance to people who are trying and struggling and not knowing how to do things, but I know how to do it because I've learned how to bend down and get the water into my mouth and wipe away that annoying drip and depart from the drinking fountain without looking like I just lowered myself in some undignified way. Have you ever considered the Fibonacci sequence? The Fibonacci sequence is a natural phenomenon in nature, a swirl of a snail, a hurricane, a galaxy, a baby in utero. You can look it up online if you want to have a visual representation. It begins large, then wraps around to small, but powerful at the end, maybe full of seeds, light, a human heart. It starts at the smallest inner part as the value of one then adds itself to one. One plus one is two. Then two plus one is three. As it gets larger, two plus three is five, and three plus five is eight. In a a timeline sense, it has birth, growth, decay, and death. The outer most biggest part is the death, or the highest level of progression. In a figurative sense, it shows our beginnings of growth to our expansiveness of growth where we can regress and progress as the cycle of life seems to do. It's a spiral of ascension. We might start at the physics and the physiology of the drinking fountain and eventually find ourselves at something much more as we spiral upward and bigger, and bigger, like becoming the U.S. ambassador to Spain, for example, who now must grow to considering foreign policy, organizational behavior, negotiation factors, and cultural differences. And that role is then the easy drinking fountain learning as you progress to, say, the Vice President of the United States with more responsibility and things to learn. A cycle of ascension. But there's always a starting place to that learning curve. Or you're going to lose your job. Or never get a drink. Let's relate this to the goddess. The eventual goddess begins as an embryo of light of intelligence, who then attains a spirit body, a physical body, and finally an immortal glorified body of perfection. Her experiences also mirror this ascension as she becomes all her heavenly parents have become, and then her posterity does the same in the cycle of life. Around and around it goes, ascending upward and onward. But here there is no death. I believe the next step may not even be something we can comprehend in its scope of the infinite. So, I stop there. 
I hope you will join me in awakening 1 million potential goddesses to their divine destiny by sharing this podcast and information with others you think would benefit. And I hope you can appreciate the cycle of ascension, growth, regression, progression for the final reality of what is existing and moving from learning to learning.